And welcome to the Wonderland, folks. And of course, a lot has happened since the last show two weeks ago. Not necessarily to me personally, but very possibly to some of you out there and definitely to someone somewhere. And so so our thoughts and prayers go out automatically to whoever needs them. At least they would if it worked that way, which I'm actually pretty sure it doesn't. Although I think there are probably religious groups actively trying to figure out ways to streamline things to the point where you can be part of a church community without even being aware of it. Because the church app on your phone takes care of the legwork for you. You know, including stuff like thoughts and prayers. For a small fee, of course. Anyway, our regular listeners know that the subject of religion is, along with politics and bodily fluids, off-limits here at the Wonderland. So, enough said. What's not off-limits, though, is the business of considering what might lie ahead in terms of really useful technological applications, one of which occurred to me only yesterday. And look, quite honestly, this one is a complete no-brainer. In theory, at least. And that, ladies and gents, is why we're now going to pick up the ball and run with it directly toward the goalposts of Theory Time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory Time. And welcome to Theory Time. Technological advances are not only inevitable, they're unstoppable. Ever since the first stick was fashioned into a spear or the first ironing board was used as a keyboard stand, the human spirit of innovation has been unrelenting and it will continue to be for as long as humanity itself manages to survive. Often our experiences with technology will give us ideas to use that technology in a different way and that happened to me yesterday when I found myself attaching an external hard drive to my laptop in order to find some files I knew I had somewhere, but I wasn't sure where. I have about eight external hard drives floating around the house in one form or another. Memory stick, SD card, small black box with something inside it, you name it. And on top of that, there are endless cloud drives that you can subscribe to to keep your data safe. And so, while looking for one of these, it occurred to me that I really wish I had a hard drive attached to myself in order to provide me with the information as to where the one was that I was looking for. Hang on, I said to myself, what if that was actually possible? To connect oneself very simply to an external memory source in order to remember stuff which we know but can't actually recall in that moment? I think we can be pretty confident that there are areas of science looking into this very thing right now. Of course, the interfacing would be the trickiest part. I mean, nobody wants to stick a USB cable into their person, but given the wonders of Bluetooth, for example, a microchip implant would no doubt make this kind of thing possible without the need for us to have to physically wire ourselves to an external device. And then, of course, you'd need the connection to the relevant parts of the brain, etc., etc., etc. The idea of microchip implants in people is nothing new, of course, and I think pretty much all of us are a bit wary of this type of thing, and probably with good reason. 
But if you think about it, there are things that we're doing now every single day that are considered to be completely normal, that we don't even think about that much, that would have been considered unthinkable and terrifying a hundred years ago. So me thinks that with time, and not all that much time either, we'll all be getting microchipped up the yin-yang and voluntarily for all sorts of reasons. And when I say microchipped, I do mean micro, as in well beyond nano, which is a lot smaller than micro, as in so small that these things will be undetectable by the naked eye and you probably won't even notice that you've got one until it's activated. And, for argument's sake, your memory becomes a whole lot better. The only really big downside to this, of course, is that none of us would ever again be able to get away with not doing something by saying, I forgot. This is what I know. Theory time. And that's it for today's Brave New World edition of Theory Time. And speaking of new stuff, we've got some new stuff for you right now on our next segment, which is, of course, Song of the Day. Now today we're going to take a bit of a listen to a song from the new album from Loftus, Northern Tales. Loftus is the brainchild of English musician and producer Mark C. Cole. And I reckon this album is pretty frickin' lit, so let's check out a track from it right now. And this is In My Dreams.
And that was the rather funky In My Dreams from Loftus. And you can check out all the music from Mark C. Cole and Loftus on Spotify and the other major music streaming services. Now, in my own dreams, I occasionally envisage a scenario whereby the next segment actually makes some kind of sense. But whenever that happens nowadays, I recognize immediately that I am in fact dreaming, and at that point abandon all expectations of anything. And it is with that thought in mind that we now head full speed into another edition of Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Now folks, Kev is wondering if we are in fact back in what I call the room. We are back in the room, Kev. It's a virtual, it's a virtual room. room, of course, because we're not actually in... We're not in the same room. We're in kind of different rooms, but at the same time. Now, which room would you... Would you, would you like, if, if people were imagining us right now, would they imagine us in, like, uh, like a living room or... Or where where would they imagine that? Or well, prob- you know, probably something plush. You know, plush carpets and furnishings. Oh, I large, like that. Large yeah, microphones. Yeah. Yeah, people yeah. with cool drinks. High, yeah, high end. end. People with cool drinks in the corner, exactly. waiting to high serve end. you. Wait, I'm drinking something right now, Jeff. I'm drinking a lovely red. But is but is somebody handing it to you in in a sort of a service oriented way, Kevin? Is what I want. Jeff, to you know better than you know better than most people. Of no, course, not really. I don't know. I don't know better me. than anybody. Of course, there's somebody. I know worse. Guy, than you know, most people. you you know you know I have a servant called Andrew. Yeah, you I, know that. Yeah, I do know. Come on, man. I know, oh, yes, sorry, Kevin. I had forgotten about Andy. I, I call him Andy. Andy. Boy. Andrew. Andy. Hey. Andy. Hey. Sorry. Sorry, Jeff. Just give me one second. Andrew. Can you squeeze more grapes, please? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks. Yeah, it's all gone. It's all good. Like slave labor. No, 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 no. Oh, he anyway, enjoys uh, it. Kev. He enjoys it. Yeah, I'm sure he, he enjoys, enjoys it. Yeah, he enjoys the, the whip. Jeff. I know he does. Oh, God. Okay, Kev, I've got a question for you. Now, it's the struggle of every podcast to get listeners, uh-huh. okay? And this is Are we well struggling, known. Jeff? Are you struggling? You've got to get your listeners. You've got to... No, I'm not okay. struggling, Kevin, but I would like to just point out something that I think you and I might okay. like to consider. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Given the state of given the state of technology, Kevin, and I believe technology is up to this, if you and I were to clone ourselves a thousand times, or maybe thousands of times, because I think there's a group rate. You mean is there a group rate for like cloning? Is there anyway. a cloning group rate? I, I well, yeah, it is, because if you get one clone, it's like so let's say it's a thousand bucks for one clone. Now, if you say, "Well, I'd like a hundred clones," then you'd get it for twenty thousand bucks. And if you say, "I want a million clones," then you get the special, which is about fifty thousand bucks. But you've got a million clones. Now, if we do this, imagine it: a million clones of you, a million clones of Ooh, me. Oh, that's really frightening. Suddenly, that's really that frightening. Yeah, it is. It, it's terrifying, <laughs> but look at the upside, Kevin. Suddenly, we've got two million more listeners. Uh-huh. But that's to yeah, but the Ke- show. But it's just you right? and I. It's not like real people, Jeff. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but no one knows that they're clones, Kevin. They're clones. No, nobody knows that. So we're tell me this, Jeff. Does everybody have to? I'm sure. Do all of those clones have to wear like disguises so that you know no, that they're not. They, nobody knows well, it's us. I, I think, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, but, but but there's a myriad of things we can help them with. I mean, I've got things in my wardrobe I've not right. worn in a while, so I can hand right. out a few items. And honestly, <laughs> if they're clones, they don't really have souls anyway. You don't so know that, Chef. They don't know they're be. a clone, maybe. 
they just think they're you or, or they think they're that I'm yeah, they they're me. But that's just the that's just the that's just the point. And therefore they could be running around <laughs> hiding and naked and it, they this wouldn't is really care. Wrong. That's what I'm saying. There should be. There no, should it's be. not. Kevin is not wrong. There's it's not. not. Because they're clones. There's not no reason care. why they can't run around with a bag on their head or something. <laughs> what would be wrong with that? Well, they could also do that. You know, they could also, you know, you get the bags. They could, of course they could also do that. When was the last time? <laughs> Imagine. So you're in the middle. You're like in a, in a public park. And you see like 10 of us running around with bags on their head saying, hey, man. What about that podcast? You know what I mean? Like, they should be in disguise. Honestly, look, I am... I'm not so much... I'm not so much... This is wrong. This is wrong. Okay, come on. Get it together. We've got people listening. We've got people at this very moment, Kevin. There are people out there in Radio Land or Podcast Land or whatever land it is. I don't know. It could be any land. And they're thinking, what are they yeah, they're doing? Running around with bags they're, on their heads. Are, are they sick? Are they dying? <laughs> exactly. And one of them is. Cry- <laughs> one of them's actually crying. At least I think he's crying. Oh I'm not God. sure. And and the other one, the other one is clearly Canadian. Yeah, well, what? that's his problem. But in any yeah. case, Kev, the point is, my point is that if we were to clone ourselves okay. <laughs> two million yes. times, suddenly we could be rich. We've got a podcast. Wait we, now, we could be rich. That's kind of my point. This is my point. We could attract more right. advertisers. We could be bigger than Neil Young. We could be bigger Neil than Neil Young. Young. He's dead, isn't he? And, isn't he and dead? anybody who's ever... No, he's not, no, he's he not dead. Be. But, you know, or, or what's... No, no, no okay. not necessarily. Okay. I like Neil Young. But, but the point is, Kevin, the point is, or, or bigger than that guy who Neil Young threw himself off, uh, you know, the Spotify bridge for. Yeah, what was that guy? That is the podcast. I have no you know, idea. The, the big muscly comedian guy. Oh, What's his oh, name? Oh, uh, Rogan. Oh, Rogan. I don't know. I, yeah. yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, ex- yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it, Ted know, Rogan. I'm, yeah. So, is this? Is that the? Is that no? Ted Rogan. Ted Rogan. It's not Ted Rogan. It's it's Phil Rogan, isn't it? I don't know. Phil Rogan. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely Phil Rogan. I'm sure it's Phil Rogan. So we could make much more money than anybody, especially him. Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. And little Kev and myself will return once more to the conversation pit with more indispensable good times in two weeks' time. Now, we humans like to think of ourselves as generally capable of dealing with whatever unexpected stuff comes along on a day-to-day basis, don't we? Whether it's, you know, laughably lame scam attempts in our email inbox or Jehovah's Witnesses at the door or car problems, family issues, minor health hiccups, yada, yada, yada. Now, this is a good thing because it does mean our attitude can literally empower us to deal with stuff that we might otherwise freak out over, especially if it's outside our usual field of experience. But if you're anything like me, that empowerment ebbs and flows. You know, some days you'll be really good at it, some days you'll be not so good at it. And it's very important to accept that inconsistency too as a natural part of the human condition and not to think that you're a pathetic weasel because you can't handle it as well as you did last time. On that subject, I have a thought I want to share 
which I had yesterday whilst waiting for something to be delivered to my doorstep, which I've been really looking forward to and which hadn't yet turned up. And that, dear friends, is the subject of Jeff's Thought of the Day. And welcome to Thought of the Day. There are times in our lives when we are very, very vulnerable. And the times I'm talking about are not the ones that would normally spring to mind, I suspect, but I'm going to give you one right now, and I think you're going to go, hmm, maybe. So let's imagine, you're waiting for a delivery. It's not just any delivery. It's not a box of paper clips or some new underwear or a pair of shoes that you can try on and then send right back for an immediate refund if they don't work out. No. I'm talking about an item of such significance to you personally that every fibre of your being is anticipating its arrival as if this is one of the most important events of your entire life. Well, you've been waiting for this thing for some time and you personally feel that you cannot possibly take the risk that you're not at home when it arrives. I believe that in a moment like this, I'm so vulnerable that my conversation with the completely unknown delivery person could well go like this. So I've got your parcel right here, but I'm going to need a signature. Okay, no problem. And I'm going to need a pint of blood. Okay, no problem. And your liver. Okay, no problem. And your firstborn. Uh, I haven't got any kids. Yeah, no problem. And it wouldn't be until they ask for something out of my record collection that I would snap out of it, grab the package, run back inside and lock the door behind me. Now, I will admit that's something of a fanciful scenario because I do actually have kids. But I do think we're often at our very weakest when we're about to receive something that we really, really want. So, be careful not to really, really, really want something, lest you be caught off guard by opportunistic con artists dressed as delivery people. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And on that cautionary, if slightly far-fetched note, we say farewell to thought of the day, and this, our 83rd episode of The Wonderland. Once again, Little Kev has excelled himself as half of the Good Times team. I'm not quite sure who that other bloke was, though. And he'll be back in the mix again next week, mainly because we've chained him to the recording console so he doesn't go wandering off again with his dog and putting the lives of elderly cyclists at risk. And as for you people, well, you've been very well behaved, so you're all officially and personally invited by me back to our next episode. How about that? That is not an invitation you get every day. Anyway, for now, have a great fortnight out there in the real world, and I hope to be talking at you again on the next episode of The Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's